We've got good news for prices at the grocery store, another WOTUS update, and so much more on a jam-packed episode of the Arkansas AgCast starting right now. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Thank goodness. The Mac is back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Sorry I had to leave y'all for a little bit, but I'm here now, so no oh, more worrying. Oh, man. I am so glad you are back. Uh, you missed me. I think you did. I missed you. It's really hard to cover a show yeah. on your own. And it just looked weird, as yeah. you said. So Saturday morning, I wake up out of this text from Mac, and um, <laughs> it's just a screenshot of the of the podcast on Facebook. Yeah, I'm just gonna let that sink in a little bit before. I... No, no, nothing, no words with it. And I wrote back, and I said, "I look sad." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, said, "You look lonely." That's kind of cruel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. But the show went on. It did. It has By to. By golly. It worked. The show went on. <laughs> uh, Brian right. and I covered it. Matthew was here, too. He uh, was. Not here today. Not here today. He is busy. He is. He's going to be like uh, like the rock stars on tour. He's going to be like, man, so good to be here in Arkadelphia. And they're like, uh, Matthew, you're in Paragold. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> He's not going to know where he is. Yeah. Now, when's the last time we had it, the whole team? together it's been a few weeks matthew it's, was out for a while and then it's been a while yeah so. he uh yeah 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 i bet it's been four weeks come back matthew we miss you just goes exactly. to show a lot of irons in the fire so yeah yeah, yeah. we're running it's, running a bunch of different directions but right. it's busy that's a good thing as i always said being busy is job security yeah <laughs> yeah so um we, matter of fact matthew and i were in bentonville yesterday and i just bring this up because i think it's of interest it's well number one it started with policy in uh december 2021 um direction for the pr department to create a campaign about road safety Mm -hmm. Uh, we did that in uh last summer uh and you've heard those spots if you're a listener of the podcast you've definitely heard uh those spots run you may have seen them online somewhere and and uh so on and so forth uh, we are in phase two of that now. We are working up in Northwest Arkansas to put out some information uh, very similar that's helpful to uh, the cycling community up there, which, as we oh, all yeah. know, is thriving. Huge. Yep. So we spent the day up there yesterday doing some work on that and uh, still have more to do, but um, that kind of put Matthew a little behind. Yeah. So and learned about squirrel milk. I mean – we did. We learned about uh, Jim Wilson's milk. squirrel, uh, squirrel uh, dairy up there. Really? Is it similar <laughs> to a, a, an almond milking uh, facility? <laughs> Operation. <laughs> so uh, I'll spare you all the details, but Jim uh, founded, as I'm told, uh, by my friend Wes Evans, yeah. uh, who helped us up there. Uh, Jim founded the uh, International or World squirrel cook-off oh yeah in yeah. benton county I, I know about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. same guy so he's got a sign up at his farm or his place 
it says he's you know this is a squirrel dairy you can buy thimbles for <laughs> 10 cents or <laughs> ten cents of squirrel milk or whatever so we were the, the cyclist that we were working with to wear some protection to do that <laughs> 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 sorry the cyclist we were working with yesterday as soon as we sat down he goes you're a farmer to west you're a farmer let's set the record straight right now What's up with that squirrel dairy? <laughs> He's like, I've been on a bunch of rides with guys that have asked if they could actually pull in there. And, uh, of course, he knew it was a, a spoof. And, yeah. And Wes was like, funny you asked me that. I know the guy who made that thing. And, and he's like, he still gets a call or, or two every week asking about it. So, Is it local? <laughs> yeah. Organic. Uh, even. Sustainably raised. <laughs> But anyway, we had fun up there. Um, uh, anyhow, I was kind of looking. You were talking about uh, before we started about this day in history and mm-hmm. and and, and uh, trivia, history trivia. We were telling you we used to do stuff like that um, before. Uh, la- um, the Masters was last oh, weekend. Yeah. Did anyone watch it all? That? Did you really? Oh yeah. That was kind of tough to do considering some of the weather stoppages they had around. yeah I mean, did you see that tree almost falling the two trees i, I think almost falling those people i did you know they they increased the amount of, of attendance they allowed at the masters this year mm-hmm. and you know for that tree to fall down and it not potentially hitting. hit some yeah. people you know oh, that's just like is that ironic i don't you know yeah. is that the right word for that that's yeah. just i'm a big could have been terrible I'm a big Wright thompson fan and he shared a clip of him commentating uh I think it was a, a green shot that was happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, he captured real time, like, his language as the tree was falling right in the background. Yeah. Um, wow. And it was pretty it was pretty fun. Yeah. How about that kid um, from Texas A&M? Yeah. I don't want to give Texas A&M any credit, but he, <laughs> he did really well. Yeah. Uh, he did. And you know what happened at the Masters today in 1997? I bet you're going to tell me. I am going to tell you. Tiger Woods won first Masters in 97. Wow. Nice. Do the math on that 26 years. I, I don't know. I'm just putting it together real quick. So I think that's 26 years ago. You remember that one that one Masters? He chipped that one in from uh, the sand trap. Oh, yeah. I still remember where I was and what I was really? doing. Really? Really? Yeah, I was sitting in my parents' kitchen eating a Wendy's cheeseburger, of all things. <laughs> And wow. me and my mom, I was like, Mom, you got to watch this. And we both watched the whole thing. Yeah. And she was cheering louder than I was, I think. Oh, my grandmother was a huge Tiger I don't know Woods why fan. I remember that so well. Yeah. But yeah. It's the Masters. Food memories. It's the Masters, man. Food it's memories. just. They do, they do trigger. <laughs> yeah, they do. Food is, uh, you know, they food do. and the Masters go right along together. Cucumber yeah. sandwiches, pimento cheese, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Um. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. I will say not we not in our notes anywhere, but I did read this morning some devastating news for you two on the NBA draft. Oh yeah, oh, and no. the Razorbacks. Any guesses? Uh, Anthony Black is going to the NBA. Anthony Black is going to go. He declared. Yeah, I saw that coming. I know y'all talked about that a couple yeah. times on the show, yeah. kind of hoping well, he would stick around. Good luck, man. Yeah, good luck to him. Yep, yep. He should do pretty well. So I did see that. Uh, is that three now? Two, two, two. Devo is exploring his options. Okay, yeah. but still okay. keeping his eligibility. I thought there was somebody other than Nick Smith, um, and then Anthony. Jordan Black, Walsh so. was a thought, but I just don't see him. I don't even. see him doing that okay. yet. No. Okay, the pressure may be on after this. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, I just wanted to kind of chat about that. Um, yep. Well, I, I mentioned before, anything else going on with you guys? Uh, and mm-hmm. Baby. Good Easter. We had a great Easter. Everybody healthy. We had a crawfish bowl. Everybody's healthy. Really? Crawfish yep. bowl. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony's teething, so I was out yesterday because he caught a fever. Uh, no. Couldn't go back to daycare, so luckily it wasn't today. Yeah. Well, But he's better. He's doing great. Well, good. Happy baby. Yeah, that teething stuff is no fun. Yeah. He is completely different baby right now than yeah. Yeah. what he was. But Keep all that good frozen stuff. In the yeah. We used to freeze like carrots and stuff. Yeah. Just give them something to kind mm-hmm. of gnaw on. Ryan, everybody okay at your place? Everybody's great. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, no good. complaints. We're all <clears throat> having birthday parties and all kinds of stuff. Man, Grandkids yeah. and stuff. So it's all good. Well, good. My the youngest one uh, accidentally called me this morning, just punching <laughs> on their mom's phone. And stuff. Yeah, and you know that's pretty funny to get a phone call from a kid. Yeah, from an eight month old. <laughs> oh, an eight month old. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I guess she didn't have much to say. Yeah, or, no. Uh, it, that's it, funny. Probably would have just been a squeal. Yeah, know. exactly. When I'm that's feeding funny. Anthony, he'll send out text messages on my Apple Watch. From your watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to watch. Yeah. yeah. Some I, I read some story where. Some kid um, got their parents' phone. This was before they were locking everything down. Uh huh. Uh huh. And ran up some ginormous Apple bill. Oh, because really? Because they were just hitting buy, buy, buy. Oh, and yeah. They didn't have it locked down with the, you have to enter like a, a password, password and all that stuff. He's yeah. just buying all kinds yeah. of stuff. <laughs> he had to. had to contact Apple and say, uh, <laughs> I've got a $2,000 bill for. I think that was a thing when uh, Amazon Alexa devices first came out, too. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of kids bought some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that on lockdown real quick. So. Yeah. Password protect that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no That's doubt. Right. No That's doubt. Right. Um, all right. Well, good. Glad to hear. Yeah. All good. Well, uh, like I said, we since we do have such a packed show, I think we'll uh, move right into it. Um, gosh, even the, even the intro portion of the show is packed today um something we mentioned last week and just wanted to call out again today uh the irs has announced tax relief for storm victims here in arkansas uh the deadline for uh tax filing was april the 18th um but it's been extended to july 31st of this year uh and that applies to those in cross lone oak and pulaski counties um just you know, those areas that were impacted by the uh, tornadoes a couple weeks ago. That new deadline, in in addition to your traditional tax filings, applies to quarterly estimated tax payments, quarterly payroll, and excise uh, tax returns. Okay. So, uh, I think I mentioned this on the show last week. We are not accountants, uh, even though you're an economist. It's very different. So, uh, if you have actual uh, questions (laughs) about that, (laughs) please... Uh, reach out to your accountant or accounting professional, tax professional. Um, we're just passing along a, a, a news release that we've, that we've seen. Uh, let's see here. Uh, food support for tornado victims is on the way from USDA. Uh, approximately 7,000 families in Cross and Pulaski uh, County uh, have been affected by those recent tornadoes and severe storms. Uh, those folks will soon be available to receive food packages containing nutritious, high-quality foods that are 100% grown and produced on farms in the United States. Awesome. Great news. 
I, that's really cool uh, to know that it's all grown here as well. I, that was a news to me. Yeah. Um, anyway, the USDA approved uh, the short-term measure to address an immediate need for food until a longer-term solution is ready to be put in place. The Disaster Household Distribution Program has been approved to start uh, backdated to April 7th, uh, 2023. Uh, Arkansas officials will work directly with its partners and local food banks to issue food boxes to participants located in those affected areas. Yeah. So a couple of important notes about yeah. um, storm recovery and, um, and, and support still going on. Uh, the last thing I've got, and I feel like I'm doing – all the talking. You're doing a great job. I apologize. Um, Is our planning progress report, we've yet to put this in a full-on story, um, mainly because we just don't have the room. We've got so much news to report. Uh, But there's just, we're still sort of slow going here. Um, But our planning progress is uh, moving forward quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, Corn, and you predicted this. I gave you credit on the show last week. You weren't here, but you said... We're going to see a major uptick as soon as we get yeah. a break in the weather. Sandy ground over in the eastern Arkansas is drying up quick, you know, and yeah, so people are trying to get in the field as quick and fast yeah. as they possibly can, you know. Yeah. And well, that's one of the reasons Matthew's out today. He was expecting some planting to still be going on um, when next next week, and they called uh, yesterday and said, "Hey, we're about to be done, so you got to yeah. get over here." When they start rolling, they don't stop. Yep. So, anyway, planting progress, real quick rundown. 16% of corn has been planted. Uh, it was uh, only 7% last week, so we've a little more than doubled. Um, and we've even got 4% of the corn in the state emerged. So, I I think, fingers crossed, that we're out of the freezing temperature zone. Um, you going to jinx us like that? No, I'm knocking on wood, I promise you. Man. Um, I'll don't remember do that. Like that. Don't do me like that. Don't do me that. like that. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so um, so we've got some plant uh, some corn out of the ground. Four uh, percent of rice has been planted. That's double over last week, and six percent of soybeans have been planted, uh, which is triple over last week. We got some folks trying to get out of the, out of here before Thanksgiving. Yeah, fall I think. Yeah, I was talking to some people the other day, probably yesterday, that they were planting rice. Yeah, and then I seen uh, follow the Isabels on uh, Instagram. They were planting rice. Okay. So. Yeah, and then some people told me they'd planted the soybeans. So it, uh, but you know that four percent immersion corn is pretty cool. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So we're seeing some major progress in the state. I know we did talk about uh, those early corn, corn and beans. We did a video uh, with the Miles family mm-hmm. down in McGee. Um, I saw successful farming did a follow up on that. And they lost, they lost all that. And did they? As, yeah. as Matt said, Matt Miles said, he's like, well, I want to know how early it was too early, and I think mm-hmm. I found out. Yeah. So uh, there we go. Uh, but anyway, all right, well, let's dive into the rest of the show here. Uh, we'll get started with one of the last legislative updates of the session today, although we uh, cannot be too sure that this is the last one. Uh, on April 7th, 2023, the 94th General Assembly gaveled out. Uh, while it's not the conclusion of the 2023 uh, legislative session, it is the end of the regular session, yeah. which began on January 9th. Uh, adjournment sine die is set for May 1st, the legislature can be called back before then to address yep. any errors. Uh, in total, the General Assembly met for 89 days. So, uh, as we've discussed many times here on the show, 
There was a ton of action in this session. Uh, today we'll give a few highlights from the Farm Bureau policy priorities uh, perspective. Uh, but rest assured, our public affairs team will be sharing a much broader recap of the session yep. in, the coming, in the coming weeks. Uh, let's start with SB 506, one of the last bills to see action in the session. Uh, the purpose of that bill was to transfer uh, agriculture promotion boards to the Department of Ag by a cabinet-level transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were opposed to that bill, of course, uh, because it leads uh, or it would end a long-standing private-public partnership. Now, however, that bill passed the House floor with a vote of 57 yays to 19 nays. Uh, contrary to F, uh, SB 506, Farm Bureau supported HB 1843, which would have addressed the appointment process yeah. for the checkoff boards and allowed each board to establish their own rules for government and administration. But HB 1843 failed the House by a vote of 48 uh, yays and 29 mm-hmm. nays. Yeah. Yep. Uh, SB 324, which would allow Arkansas Farm Bureau to offer certain health benefits plans to members, uh, passed a few weeks ago. It's on the way to the governor's desk for a signature. Uh, Act 243 uh, passed much earlier in the session, an exciting opportunity that creates a fact-based agriculture education program for elementary school students in Arkansas. There's also Act 161, which requires the Veterinary Medical Examining Board to issue additional certifications for a uh, veterinary technician specialist uh, and outlines requirements for collaborative practice agreements between vets and vet tech specialists. Okay. Uh, HB 1662 will exempt the sale of vet veterinary drugs and medicine from uh, certain licensure uh, requirements and provide some additional regulatory relief with the sale of shi- or shipping of antibiotics and microbial uh, microbials for veterinary medical use. Yeah. Lastly, SB 476 will create the Rural Veterinary Student Scholarship Program and the AGRI Scholarship Program Fund, which allows the Department of Ag to establish and administer scholarship programs for certain students with a focus on agriculture. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, that sort of wraps up our legislative update for the time being, as we mentioned. Uh, certainly a full one. Um, keep your eyes out for that, um, uh, you know, that, that longer form uh, version from our team. Yeah, kind of summary of what all, all, what all happened. Yeah, and with that, well, why don't we move on to some It's my turn, news. finally. And no yeah. doubt, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, big news coming out of the ag lending world. Farm Credit Mid-America and Farm Credit Mid-South have both merged to okay. become Farm Credit Mid-America. Okay, yeah. wow. So in June of 2022, the board of directors for Farm Credit Mid Mid America or for Farm Credit Mid America and Farm Credit uh, Mid South announced their intent to merge. Mm-hmm. In late August, each board met independently to re- review the merger disclosure document, which in turn received preliminary approval from the Farm Credit Administration, which is also referred to as FCA. FCA, and that's a federal. Yes. Yeah, okay. So that was in January 2023. Uh, just this past February, the merger was approved by a vote from stakeholders of both cooperatives, uh, with a final approval granted by the FCA in March. So okay. just last month, yep. farm credit mid America now serves 137,000 customers in 391 counties in Arkansas, Indiana, Kentucky, Missouri, Ohio, and Tennessee. The association now has 88 offices in six States and employs approximately 1,650 team members. 
It produ- its products and services include loans uh, for real estate, operating equipment, and rural living, as most of us know, mm-hmm. but as well as crop insurance and vehicle equipment and building leases. The merger adds new commodities, including uh, rice and sweet potatoes. Interesting. Yeah, so some rice and sweet potatoes from Arkansas there. Yeah. Uh, to Farm Credit Mid-America's already diverse agricultural portfolio. Andrew Wilson, chair of Farm Bureau Mid-America's uh, board of directors, said, this is an exciting time for Farm Credit Mid-America as we bring our customer owners and team members together to form an even stronger cooperative. Together, we are fulfilling our purpose to secure the future of rural communities and agriculture by serving their needs with excellence. Awesome. So uh, just to end here, Dan Wagner continues to serve as Farm Credit Mid-America's president and chief executive officer. Dane Coomer, Franklin A. Fogelman, Jr., and Gary Sitzer have joined Farm Credit Mid-America's board of directors from Mid or Farm Credit Mid-South. All right. Just a quick correction. Uh, not not calling you. No, out, I think I when you that. Said, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. when you were talking about Andrew Wilson's quote, uh, that's Farm Credit Mid America, not yeah. Farm Bureau Mid America. Sorry, sorry. I just want to make sure we. No, no, no. That's why we're here. <laughs> Help each other. All right. Well, there's some Arkansans there, Franklin and and Gary. Yep. Uh, on Mid America's board. Yeah, that's cool to see. Yeah. So. so. All right. Let's take a short break from the news to hear about uh, our foundation and the role it plays in Arkansas. At the heart of Arkansas are its farm families. The Arkansas Farm Bureau Foundation works to provide financial support to rural communities. Since its creation, the foundation has donated more than $1.5 million to community disaster assistance, egg in the classroom materials, MASH scholarships, support of Arkansas FFA and 4-H, sponsoring local events, and donations to other charitable organizations. Through our efforts, we have had the opportunity to impact lives in every county in the state. We believe by investing in local communities, we will improve the lives of Arkansas families. Help us ensure the future of agriculture and the rural way of life by donating today. And if you're watching the podcast, then you certainly uh, were able to see uh, some video there as well. Uh, Just a note, you know, the work our foundation uh, does is so important across the state. If you've not taken to the time to find out about everything that we do with that, uh, you can certainly do so at arfb.com. Yep. All right. Next up, some great news for consumers, courtesy of reporting from our friends at AgriPulse. A reporter, uh, actually, I'm sorry, executive editor, Philip Brasher, published a story yesterday noting that grocery store prices are down for the first time in two years. Awesome. Uh, yeah, the decrease isn't much, uh, just 0.3%, uh, but the de- decline is the first we've seen since September 2020. Yeah. Uh, the lower prices were noted in many aisles of the grocery store, including meat, dairy, fruits, and vegetables. Uh, the overall consumer price index did rise a tenth of a percentage point in March, but that's mainly the result of higher housing costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, more good news from this story Energy prices were also down 3.5%. I think I've seen some similar reporting, especially with natural gas here in the state this week Mm -hmm. on that. Um, While the news on grocery costs is good, prices are still quite elevated with the CPI for eating at home nearly 8.5% higher than March of last year. Yeah. Egg prices, which really jumped last year due -hmm. due to the avian flu outbreak. We've talked about that a lot here. uh, Fell more than... uh, 10% in March, 
their second straight decline, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Beef prices are down uh, three-tenths of a percent in March. Uh, the cost of pork dropped 1.1%, and chicken prices declined just over a half percentage point. Um, milk prices fell 1% in March, and fruit and veggies saw a decrease of almost 1.5%. Uh, while it is all good news, of course, the USDA does forecast that food prices will rise on a whole for 2023, uh, well above the historical average food inflation of 2% annually. So, uh, we'll have to continue to keep an eye on that, but uh, for the time being, in March, yeah. the numbers were positive. Well, you know that ten percent in eggs is more than I thought we were going to see. Yeah, honest with you, I mean we did report on it uh-huh. that we were thinking it was going to happen. But uh, me personally, I'm excited to see beef is falling too. Beef, beef yeah. falling, and, and and not much, but it's a start. Yeah, it is a start. And so anyway, it sounds like just about every aisle in the grocery store is going to see a decline or yeah. saw a decline in March rather. So. Hopefully that continue. Well, uh, we've been reporting, or I guess I've been reporting on WOTUS, and uh, here we it's are again. It's a weekly feature. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a mess. But <laughs> since I was out last week, I'm going to kind of give you what, what popped up last week as well okay. as this week. So like I said, yet again, WOTUS is in the news, and this time it comes out of the state of Kentucky and North Dakota, but also the White House. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the state of Kentucky filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration and its Water to the U.S. rule. The ruling was published a week ago, Monday, this past month, not this past Monday, the Monday before. Yep. Uh, and found that the state and other business in- interveners do not have standing uh, to challenge the rule. Hmm. The state had also asked for a preliminary injunction to prevent the enforcement of the voters' rule, and that too was denied by the judge in the U.S. District Court uh, of the District of Eastern Kentucky and Frankfurt. Okay. Now I quote. Without a certainly impending injury, the matter is not ripe for review, uh, said Judge Gregory F. Van Tatenhove uh, on the ruling. He, qu- he continues, simply put, there is nothing standing. Judges may not rule a case off the shelf because the policy issue is compelling. Mm. Their work is limited to, ca- quote, cases in controversies, words of limitation. The court has no power to decide this matter. Interesting. The judge also went on to say, that the state of Kentucky could not establish infringement on its sovereignty by identifying a water that should be in the state's exclusive control over which the agencies assert jurisdiction. Hmm. However, there was no showing of infringement on its sovereignty, so injury to its sovereignty is not impending. Interesting. Basically, more or less, the judge is stating that the state of Kentucky did not present adequate evidence that the new WOTUS rule would overreach on the state's jurisdiction and what they did present was only speculation. Yep. But that the story didn't end there, did no, it? No, no, okay. no. I, I've got more. <laughs> uh, now, just the opposite has happened in North Dakota. <laughs> now, Judge Daniel L. Hovland of the U.S. District Court for the District of North Dakota issued a preliminary injunction on the EPA's new WOTUS rule. The judge ruled the, that 24 other states have previously shown that the new 2023 rule poses a threat to their sovereign rights <laughs> <laughs> and amounts of imperable harm. The states involved in this litigation will expend unrecoverable resources, complying with the with a rule unlikely to withstand judicial scrutiny. All right. Well, however, while all this is going on in the states... The House and Senate in Washington, D.C. both used the Congressional Review Act to enact a measure blocking the voters' rule. Mm -hmm. In March, the House approved this resolution uh, 227 to 198, and the Senate voted 53 to 43, 
just this past week to overturn the rule. I should note that a Congressional Review Act resolution only requires a simple majority, and both chambers cannot be filibustered. Yeah. So, however, as expected, <laughs> President Biden vetoed the Congressional Resolution last Thursday, a week ago today. Yeah. The increased uncertainty caused by the congressional action would threaten economic growth, including for agriculture, local economies, and downstream communities, Biden said in his veto statement. He continues to go on saying farmers would be left wondering whether artificially irrigated areas remain ex- excluded or not. He added construction crews would be left wondering whether their water-filled gravel pits remain excluded or not. The resolution would also negatively affect tens of millions of United States households that depend on healthy wetlands and streams. So it is a roller coaster called WOTUS. It is. Well, and I'm sure we'll have something next week. A, well, a quick note. I don't know if you saw this from Arkansas Business this morning, but Arkansas was included yes. in that. And sorry if, if you yeah. reported that and I missed it, but Arkansas was included in that ruling in North Dakota. I meant to list the states that yeah. were in there, but I, I, I said um, that. I think that would take us a long time, but um, yeah. certainly uh, – you know, Arkansas is is one of those. It was a forty five page order. He said, "Yeah." So with North Dakota, then we had the Texas and Idaho, Idaho um, decision um, a few decision weeks the other ago. day, right? Uh, they're up to twenty six states. Okay, goodness yeah. gracious, yeah. So uh, over half the country is against this rule. Yeah, yeah, man, that's it's moving quickly. Yeah, it is, and it's going to be interesting to see. Think that uh, and all this comes as a Supreme Court ruling is yeah, in pending Idaho. in the wings, yeah, right? In Idaho, and I've, yeah. I've, I found out and reading another article was is that this couple that is in the lawsuit with EPA about this rule was trying to build a house build on a house. lake, and the EPA ruled that it was in uh, a regulated zone. Yeah. So, and just this, somebody trying to uh-huh. build a residential home on a piece of property is going to decide what all this means. Yeah, it's not really what happens to it. Even though that implications are largely agriculture, yeah, it d- didn't even come from that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. All right, well, the more you know, uh, we'll yeah, exactly. We'll keep an eye on WOTUS. That's for sure. What you guys are basically telling me is we're going to have to have just a strictly WOTUS show. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, a new offshoot of uh, <laughs> the podcast. Yeah, pretty much. WOTUS. I mean, that's what it's. <laughs> And there's a lot. To. I mean, it's it's complicated, like you said, yeah. regulating a, a a gravel pit that's got water yeah. in it or not. You know, when I first reported on this, it was like, all right, we'll see what happens. Uh-huh. And then it's been every week. Something. Every week, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So this is just getting bigger and bigger, and bigger. I think the Texas Idaho was the first one. Yeah, maybe it was and that then, you brought. And it whatever happens with this one, if there's an administration change. Uh huh. You know, if it goes back to the Republicans, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's going to start all over again. Yeah, exactly. So, wow, it's we may be talking about WOTUS for a long time. And that's so hard on farmers who are trying to just understand the rules, play by the rules. What's protected and what's not. What's going on. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's the moving target that really, you know, mm-hmm. does, does so much um, harm. But anyhow, believe it or not, that's the news. I think we got through that in record time. You did. I mean, we just we did. It's we amazing. Just, yeah. So, I'm not saying we deserve a pat on the back, but I'm saying we did pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. I think you did great. That's a lot of news. And I'm telling you, we left stuff that would be here every week off. I mean, yeah. be uh, honest, there's holding. some weeks that we're 
kind of struggling to find stuff to talk about. Yeah. And then now it's it's feast We've got plenty, but we don't yeah. have the time. Yeah. 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 yeah y'all don't, I don't think y'all want to, at least Matthew has told us nobody wants an hour long show. So I don't know. I mean, people are planting right now. They're in the tractor. They've got 14 time. hours a day. I think you know, they would listen. You know, that, I should say, I we do. should say hello to Heath Donner because hey. he's been, he's been holding on to his episodes seen in a while <laughs> for planting yeah. season. So that's good. How are you, Heath? Hope it's going yeah. well. Well, I got to say, it's good to see you both back together. Well, it's, Good to see it's you. Nice. We're glad to be yeah. here. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, is that just no? I'm still filibustering. <laughs> <laughs> you guys constantly. When we get to this point, you usually yesterday. delay. You know. I know if you. So, uh, I know if you watch if you watch the show from last week when you were here, we may or may not have accused you of ducking out because I you heard. saw the questions. Uh, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get a call from my dad. He's like, eh, cause yeah, because we didn't do the trivia. You know, who knows? He That's might right. not even watch. That's right. All right, you got anything for us? I do. Um, hopefully, these won't be too hard. Okay. Try to take it easy on you. Okay. So <laughs> I've heard that one before. Yeah, every week. And you, you, <laughs> I heard you. You said you wanted to go back and have a little trivia. Yeah, mix it so up. We'll have we'll, a little fun. We'll do that. I'm full of useless knowledge. So I promise. I'll, quick I'll math, do that. not so much. Okay. Yeah. What breaks yet never falls? What falls yet never breaks? Breaks doesn't fall. Breaks but never falls. When what breaks yet never falls and what falls yet never breaks? Um, I'm going to say seasons or river. Close. Very close. Go for it. Day and night. Mm. Mm. Day and night. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. I can be hot or cold. I can run and be still. I can be hard and soft. What am I? One more time. Hot. I can be hot or cold. I can Mm -hmm. run and be still. I can be hard and soft. What am I? An ice chest. Again, I close. was thinking refrigerator, but close. it's not hard or soft. You're in the ice, part. even closer. Really, water. There you go. Okay, water. Yeah, run process of elimination. Still. That's right. Yeah, we <laughs> but, our way in. If you just keep guessing, like you'll warmer, get it eventually. You know, warmer, warmer. Right. getting warmer. All right, and this is another throwback to my dad. This is a oh man, one. I love these. A man rode into town on Tuesday. And he left two days later on Tuesday. How so? That's horse's name Tuesday. Bingo. <laughs> you got it. You got it. All good. I cheated a little bit. I've there, heard that one before. I, that's why I say it's an old one, but it's a good one. It's a I really love good that one. one. I love that one. So, yeah, it's kind, uh, of, kind of a dad joke, too. Shout out to you. It dad is. For yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good one. Cool. He left us with some good ones, didn't he? That's All right. right. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with us. That wraps up the show for this week. Uh, the Arkansas AgCast is uh, brought to you by Arkansas Farm Bureau. And, uh, yeah, just thanks for taking the time to watch and listen. Yeah. Remember, you can catch new episodes uh, every Thursday afternoon. Find videos on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version on iTunes and Spotify. And make sure you subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. That's right. I'm Jason Brown. I'm John McMinn. We'll see you next week.